Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Live from the podcast rooms in Glasgow, it's all about the jars with Rookie Neal, Derek Ferguson, and Charlie Miller. Hello and welcome to All About the Gels. It's myself, Ricky Neal. Uh, I just want to say a big thank you to all our sponsors. We've got Safa, Plugged In Business Solutions, Park Construction and Plant Hire, DB Dental Care, and also Lounge 72. <laughs> Can you say that? 72. Uh, we're joined with a very special guest tonight. Uh, I'll come to him in a wee minute. I need to say hello to you, obviously, Charlie and Derek. First, how you hello, two guys Ricky. doing all right? Hi. I'm good. How are you, mate? Good. I'm still hanging out. I'm hanging a wee bit to be honest, but we'll get through it. Uh, but we've got a very, very special guest. Um, yes. well, very glad to welcome Scott Kyle. How are you doing? I'm all right, gents. Hi, nice to be here. Thanks for the invitation. Hi. How good is it to be with an actual star, Charlie? Yeah. I was a star of Angel Shell, Dafty. Aye. Shows you that. Scott, me and Scott were in the Angel Shell together, but he played a bigger part than me. <laughs> and you didn't have a line, didn't you? No, no. no I didn't have a line. Definitely no. didn't have a line. <laughs> Where are you going, man? Definitely oh, I don't But I'd like to thanks, uh, thank Mull, Mull. Uh, Ranger Supporters Club for, I was up there on Saturday, me and both Malcolm and DJ looked after us, amazing. Some drive right enough, but cheers for having us, guys. Uh, we need to say a massive thank you as well to oh, Lewis and Harris. Yep. Uh, I've no, ed- I've no had a chance to edit that video yet, and, to be honest. <laughs> oh, hold on a minute, I'm going to get in on this then. Friday night was with uh, we Gerante, uh, uh, doing it at Cumnock Juniors, it was a wee do on, and then on Sunday, went down to his team, Cowan and Rangers, they did a wee event going on as well, uh, what a set up that is, that they've got down there, uh, so a couple of, couple of days out with the wee man, it was absolutely brilliant, I'm suffering a wee bit, uh, I don't know, but uh, nah, it was, it was great. It's what Durant does to you, it's what Durant does to you. Funny man, well, I'm, great, I'm, great catch up. I'm, I'm out with him in a couple Saturday. of weeks. No, you're out this Saturday with this Saturday? Uh, it's this Saturday. Soon as, soon as, no, it's eight. No, it's eight. eight. Is it? He says it was next week, so he must have got... No, he must have a better phone him. No, it's eight, eight, eight of December. Mm-hmm. But uh, Scott, we're up in uh, Lewis and Harris, right? And after we've done the show the next day, some somebody compared it to a, a football <laughs> show as if it was Roy Chubby Brown. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if that's a compliment or what. Because you can get, a compliment. Away, you get away with murder, so you can at these shows. Uh, this is how we're... We behave ourselves on this, don't we? We do. This is the politically correct. Aye, definitely. I know. Because we were going to do a kind of live show, but there was no chance to that. Oh, and do you remember, do you remember what he done? See, Charlie, have you ever seen Naked Gun when the guy goes to the toilet and he's still got a microphone attached to him? Uh, <laughs> he done that. <laughs> and everybody, everybody was just pure quiet, wasn't they? We could, we could hear him peeing. <laughs> very <laughs> respectful of it. Very. And we certainly, we're not very respectful. I know, but we also... That was a great couple of days. Uh, we need to say a big thank you to John, Roddy, Catherine, Derek, yeah. Derek the Butcher. Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, that's aye. cracking butcher. All the, all the guys are wearing Rangers ties in the butcher. Well, we get uh, steak and black pudding. Black pudding was amazing, by the way. Yeah. Uh, Ah, they're top people up there. So but do you know what? I think we'll just talk about the youth in Scott. 
Neither of them. Aye, we may as well. Oh, before we do, I'd, I'd like to thank somebody. Uh, the wee old dealer. Well, you're chat just doing it. <laughs> What's happening? No, what if, He's I want to get a question or that. The wee old dealer that Charlie followed all the way to Mill. He was telling us earlier on. Oh. He got lost in the dark. He just followed this wee old dealer. <laughs> oh, no, we just me and Bob. Me and Bob we were when we got to Tobermory. Oh, we got to Mill half a ferry. I thought that would have been us at where we were. And it was another 25 minutes, half an hour driving in one lane for both directions. So I ended up just pulling in and letting somebody go in front of me, and I just followed them. <laughs> and it was pitch black as well. But we got there safely. Good, good. good. night was had by all. Right. All the comments are Big coming Colin. in very fast. Uh, there's one from, I'm just going to do this comment now because obviously Lounge 72 had a little fundraiser on yesterday for Alex Rutherford, who's unfortunately for fighting MND, but uh, they actually raised over two and a half grand uh, yesterday. So uh, there's John Keane saying big thanks to everyone who attended the charity event for Alex Rutherford yesterday at Lounge 72. Uh, I think the final figure was just under two and a half grand, which is amazing. Uh, so yeah. anyway, Scott, tell us a bit about yourself and the story about I'm singing, what do you call it again? <laughs> singing I'm no a Billy, he's a Tim. Um, well, the, the Billy and Tim show, I, I'm, I'm a boy for a living, so Charlie was just up the road in Castlemilk, and uh, when I was 21, I went back to college to, to study acting, and long story short, I went to the Library and I picked up a play, um, and it, it became the biggest show in Scotland for five years, um, and, uh, and we're back doing it uh, for the 20-year anniversary, so the original cast are back together again, we're doing the Pavilion, we're going to London and we've got a whole Scottish and UK tour programme, so it's exciting times. Right, but you're also writing a book as well, aren't you? I'm writing a book about the journey of it, so there's a wee bit more interest in terms of I built the biggest show in Scotland, but also lost the biggest show in Scotland. <laughs> so I hadn't, I hadn't sewed up the performance rights to it because I was only a, a young boy myself and didn't know a lot about uh, the business side of show, let's say. So the opening chapter in my book is called It's No Show Friends, It's Show Business, and it's about the lessons I learned for doing the show. But uh, we're over a decade later and I, I've took the rights back to the show for the 20 year anniversary. And, we're touring again. How good's that? Amazing. Good, good. So, hundred percent. Obviously, the one that we've got here that we're advertising it's uh, the Pavilion, thirteenth uh, of September, twenty twenty-four. But is that right? You've got a few others already kind of lined up. Oh, that's that's Friday the thirteenth. So, oh, <laughs> that's, that's you, superstitious. You don't want to make that your first one, then. Eh? <laughs> uh, but uh, but no, we're going to London in May, um, and that's exciting because the show's never been to London. We had opportunities before. In, in 2010, we took it to the Edinburgh Festival um, and, and the play absolutely smashed it. And there was opportunities to go to London that never get formed up. So this is kind of the original team all getting the back together again to go down to um, London for the tour. Then we tour the whole of Scotland, you know, Inverness, Aberdeen. Um, and uh, and then we go to uh, Northern Ireland as well. We've got a few gigs lined up for Northern Ireland. So we're trying to kind of promote it and get more gigs and also get people along to see it. Um, if people have seen it before, it's the original cast for probably all the or the YouTube clips and all that people have seen. I know there's a lot on TikTok because I get kids coming up to me and telling me uh, a tangerine banana because there's, a, there's a, yeah. a clip that trends about that. So, uh, so, so yeah, hopefully people come along and see it. You must be mega excited to get bringing it back for the 20th year. Uh, it was it was a, a mixed bag. You mentioned there about the book. Um, the can open the chapter of the books the night I lost the show. So I built the show up over five years. Uh, to give you an idea, it was taking £50,000 a night at the SECC. And uh, I paid off my mommy's mortgage and I paid off her council tax debt. And uh, it changed my life, changed my whole family's life. And uh, as I say, on my side, I hadn't sold up the contract long term for the rights. Mm. So on the biggest night of my life, my, my family I hadn't seen in 20 years all came. My, my dad went away when I was younger. I don't know a family and they all met and this big night I'm at the pinnacle peaking my powers financially, peaking my powers as an actor, as a businessman. Everything's going great. And that was the night that uh, I get told that that's, that's the last show you'll be doing because... Uh, Oh. I'm, I'm taking it and the, the writer decided to take it off and do it himself so I got a big business lesson that night um, and, uh, and it was a big decision to take the show back but uh, that's that's, that's not the same writer is it? 
This is still the same writer, I. <laughs> so uh, you, you've met my wife, Charlie. So it was a it was a, a chat with the missus, and uh, it was uh, a, a few lawyers' conversations and contracts later 100%. to decide to take it back. But that's something probably I should have done when I was younger. Um, was get the contracts and that kind of signed up. Do you know what I mean? But when you're young, you're just flying in the bus. I'm in a show. I'm playing a Rangers fan. I grew mm. up supporting Rangers my whole life. You mm. know, I didn't share a prison cell at any point, but I shared a bedroom with my older brother. So all, all the patter when I was reading it was like, uh, "This is." Fergie, did you know share a prison cell or something? Huh? I've been in many prisons. <laughs> by the way, I've told you about this. I know. <laughs> We're allowed to talk about it on here, no? no? Working, <laughs> working in the prison, so have it. Anyway, like, we'll come back to you later on, but let's talk about the Aberdeen game, because uh, obviously, uh, was it last week they get beat 6-0 off of Celtic, but then mm -hmm. it's a totally different team, Charlie, that turns up. How, how, how does that happen? So frustrating, it really is. It's just watching it. Oh, listening to the radio on the way back for Mill yesterday, um, they were totally up for it for the first 20, 25 minutes. They kind of gave us a wee bit of doing, but that's because I don't think we... So Fuentes isn't ready for games like that. Yeah. Um, you need to have players in there who's getting close to people, getting up against them. Just one in 50-50s, that's what you have to do with those at Aberdeen because they're always going to come out with all guns blazing. And I think they just played kind of a lot of long balls and they, they got a wee bit of fun with it. A few, I think the big boys, I think Butland did a great save, one and one, Aye, one, and one. before it. And then Mioski's a good player, he's not going to miss that. Aye. So, but after that, I think we came into the game, big Balligan's got to score a header. Um, and then we hit the bar a couple of times in the second half, miss a few chances, but it's Aberdeen and it's just when we come to town, they're always that 20%, maybe 50% more up for it than they're against any other team. Aye, I mean, myself and you, Charlie, we witnessed uh, kind of how Derek feels about Aberdeen up in Stanley uh, with his 10-minute rant. Uh, <laughs> what do you think, Derek? Will you? I tell you what, I'm not going to get into a rant at the minute. Even taking away the game, even after the game, you listen to the manager, the Aberdeen manager's comments, you know. you go. Do you know something? He, he looked more upset about that penalty decision than getting absolutely pumped six nothing against Celtic. You know, if you think back to that game, you know, I think he came out with comments or something like, "Oh, that's, you know, that's twelve minutes that uh, when the lowest story goes, it, you know, we've got to put that to, to one side." Now, he didn't seem really upset, but he seemed upset yesterday. Uh, obviously, with that penalty decision, which is clearly a penalty. Right. I mean, I'm not a VAR man. I don't like VAR, no, but no. we needed VAR like, to. to uh, to get it back in level terms. Uh, but we shouldn't have been in that position. You're right, Charlie. We didn't start well, which was... I was kind of sitting scratching my head wondering why. Because, you know, we always say you've got to win the battle first. And winning the battle first is not going to be kicking lumps out of people. It's just been ready if, to win the second balls, getting in contact with players. And we never done that for the first 20 minutes. And, uh, I mean, they had a couple of... Obviously, that, that opportunity they missed, then they scored the goal. But we weren't close to them. Uh, but as the game gradually went on, we dominated. Yeah. We dominated the second half. The chances, Balogun's missed two. Clear. Like, uh, I, I would say they were sitters, Charlie. Aye, first you one, don't think so? <clears throat> the first one, I the think first the two half. of them. I, I think the one he's coming on to it, six yards out, he sees it all the way. I think he's got to score that. Uh, aye, we get Lawrence hits the bar. Danilo has a few other chances, but uh, Lammers as well. Aye. We had some real great opportunities. We should have won that game. And I think... So there is a frustration, and the frustration comes in because, you know, Celtic drop points. But what we've got to be, we've got to remind ourselves is that's going to happen going up against Aberdeen. You know, I, I get into trouble a wee bit. I made comments last Thursday on another podcast that about it. You know, it, it's strange, isn't it, that they're always up for it against us. I would worry me as a manager. 
you know, are, are, are as a supporter going to watch a team that why can they not get themselves up, up for I'm other for games? Game. Like, how is it only against Rangers? No, you know, so questions are asked about the, that. The women's team seem to do the same as well. They oh, get about 13 now with Selig yesterday. They get about 13 now with Selig. Mm. Did you feel it when you played Charlie? You also played in oh, the fixture. Two's played in the fixture, of course. Even back in your day, yeah, oh, you felt it big time. They just felt the hatred from the stands, and then you realised the players were up for it as much as the fans were. But as you, you had to win your individual battles early mm. doors. Once you win that, because we're better players than the Aberdeen, and so the Rangers team now. But if you win your battles early doors, you would always win the game. Yeah. So there is a big, you know, obviously our biggest rivals are Celtic. That's clear, you know. But it's so. So as we Aberdeen, and they feel the same way. So that's yeah. how I think at the start of the game. And the manager would have went through everything. So then it comes down to you as an individual. You should you should know what this fixture's all about. And there's enough of the players that have played in a lot of these games that they should be starting to influence the other boys that have maybe know, like Sivientis, you know, that played yesterday, that was maybe, he got better as the game went on. But uh, but I think he was a wee bit kind of, what's happening here? You know, so you need to prepare yourself for that because you've got all the information for the manager, you know, and but then it's down to you, you know, to pre prepare yourself mentally yeah. and ready for the fight. Well, see, see the stats. I mean, the stats possession was 69%. Shots were 23 uh, shots mm -hmm. in target with 11. Uh, Scott, do you think we're totally lacking a, a striker? Is that somebody you think we should bring out at Christmas? Aye, but again, I, th I think you've got to, we've got to appreciate this, the financial constraints that Rangers have been in for the last few you know, years. And uh, and I think uh, you, you can only get what you can afford. And at the moment, <clears> I think we're at, we're, at, we're at the level we can afford. You're not going to go out and be buying anybody that can come in and, and buying in 20 plus a, a season because the price of them... Just let one go. That's true. I also know what you're talking we'll about there. <laughs> but uh, we need a target man as well. We need an outball sometimes. Seeing you're playing a Pitodri and that, sometimes you have to play a target man and play around about him, get the ball up to him, play in their half, and it gets you out of your, your in area. If you try to pass these passes, you get one, one uh, slack pass and they're on to you. And that's what Aberdeen would have been really up for you, so try to get on the wee slack passes and try and counter for them. And there's a real frustration. We've spent a right few bob on a centre forward and he doesn't even make it onto the park. Right. You know, that's, that's a worry. And even, obviously, Lammers no starting again, And he's not been in good form. And I tell you what, he could have uh, gone a long way. He could have winning me or, you know, be, be scoring that goal with that chance. You know, oh. he could have made it. Because he hasn't been in great form. I don't think it was maybe a, a game for him, I'll, oh, I'll be honest. But as but soon as you come on, you get that opportunity. I thought it was a massive moment for him and he's passed it up. But then Des is sitting on the bench, doesn't even get a sniff. See, see, see Lammers yesterday, but I thought so many times he just get really good food. food, food yes, he's a nice, <laughs> says it, he's a nice technical player. But it's like you come in and I'm saying, I like players that have got an edge to them, but also like players that you've got to grasp your moment, your big chance. And he had that, that was a big chance yesterday. You know, see, see yesterday, and I see for a penalty, I don't know if you noticed it, but it was right in front of the referee. Now the referee had said to him, not to Aye. grab. Do you know what I mean? And then he, he stood and watched it, then he gave a penalty. Then he gave a penalty, and, and The other thing that Robson's talking about, uh, the block, what, you know, hey, you're allowed to move in the box. So it's part of it. So listen, if he sees a player coming across, you can move into his area. That's a it's mm. a block. It's allowed. It's within the rules. What's not allowed is I'm grabbing somebody. So as soon as you pull somebody, another thing about uh, the Aberdeen manager, has she been having a go at his own player then? 
instead of being hey because it was a silly stupid mistake uh -huh. that he made but right. uh, instead of having to go to referee you'd be going your player was happening there for me for me for years and years defenders have been away with holding on to players attacking players in the area I've always said, see if a referee sees a guy holding on to another player who's trying to go and win the header, it's got to be a penalty. Mm -hmm. It's a free kick outside the box when somebody does that, wrestles you. Aye. If a pulse shut, it's a actual, it's a booking when you're out, outside the, the box. If you're running away from somebody and somebody's pulling your shirt, it's an automatic booking. Mm -hmm. So that's got to be the same thing inside the box. Right. So right, you, here's, you, a, here's a question for the Perry's, right? This is for <coughs> William Reynolds. He's saying, when you were both playing for the famous, what would the message have been with scenarios like yesterday, knowing there's a chance to capitalise on a slip-up and have the title back in reach? And that's sometimes when you know that because that was a, that was a big boost, wasn't it? You go to bonus on Saturday night because you're thinking, right, so you're getting a wee bit more excited about the game. And so as a player, you know, you've got that opportunity. And that's how I thought they would, Scott, I thought they'd been really focused, really kind of zoned in in this game, really right for the off. And that's how I was saying, yeah, I was scratching my head watching it. I'm going, why have we not started well? We should have. So, uh, listen, it's you can look at it in another way. Celtic should be beating Motherwell at home. Uh, we always find it tough against Aberdeen, mm -hmm. as we know. So you can flip it. You can go, uh, listen, moving up there, we've got a point. Should Celtic be dropping points against Motherwell? Not really, at home. Uh, but so, it's still, it's still so, points. Yeah, but I know it's because of the position we're in. But what I'm just saying is, if you, you can look at it in our way, you can flip it. You can use the weekend to actually as a positive. But it's because we're all focusing. And, but we're not kind of looking at the uh, Celtic, but we're, we're trying to uh, keep on their tails. With him, I, I didn't envisage him going to uh, drop two points. No. So I was getting up there. At the end of the day, the way it panned out, it ended up a good point. But the frustration is that because we've no closed the gap, we should have won the game. So there's, there's going to be that. But there's still positives to, to take out the game. Well, the positive out of the game is actually getting a point out at the end up. But we should be going to Aberdeen, and you know that yourself. We should be going to Aberdeen and beating Aberdeen. See, we're up for the, for the start of the game. We're going to beat Aberdeen as simple as that. Put it to bed, get the three points, you can back down the road. But there is a wee bit more about Aberdeen when it's as a play against, and I understand that, but we've got to get out of that, we've got to be better than that. And I thought the first half an hour we, we just didn't come to grips with the game. Right. Listen, okay, hey, it spices things up now for the cup final, doesn't it? You know, so the players would have, and players take note of, you know, the, the other managers are players when they make uh, comments, certain comments, and that. So, uh, no, I, I think we're, but I still think we're in a good place. I'm still impressed with, with the new manager. I still like the way the manager speaks. I really do like the way the manager yeah. speaks. And he said, he did, they said they showed guts. They, they kept on going and they mm -hmm. worked hard. And I told them not to give up. And I'm glad none of my teams will give up, and which is fair dues. But I still think he would be unhappy with the first mm -hmm. 25 Well, minutes. I was going to say, can I ask a question on that, uh, gents? Do you think there was, there's one eye in Europe or anything like that at that point? No. Or do you feel you're playing as Nas? Is, is Disney coming into your mind at all when you're playing? No, you're definitely You're just not. focused on it. Because because you're not playing in Europe until Thursday, so mm -hmm. that should never be in your mind. The only game in front of you should have been yesterday's game. Mm -hmm. But yeah. we end up getting a point out of it, which in the end was a point we would have taken in 90 minutes. Mm -hmm. So we're happy enough for that. I, but think, I think we were, well, we were lucky to get the penalty because he went down. If he hadn't went down, they wouldn't have looked at VR. So there's a yeah, bit right. of that going, you have to get down there. If you I, feel, I've seen a few other if you feel podcasts like and stuff where, where, where some people are saying it wasn't a penalty, and I'm sitting going, what? the jersey pills there. Aye. And if, if he doesn't get down, though, the VAR might not look at it. Aye. So I think that was a smart move. And, and players, move. Have, and that's, you've got to have a bit of savvy about mm -hmm. you. If you feel a tug, you're getting grabbed, go to death. Because I cannot get them to look at it. Because they're, 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 they're going to look at it. Mm -hmm. so well, you can't get away with nothing with VAR now because mm -hmm. it's there and that's it. It's there for, and it's here forever. So, And it's supposed mm -hmm. to be going to corner kicks, 
Seriously, they're supposed to be shies. I heard that coming in. But there'll be about an extra half hour. I've got swear there. Ridiculous, man. Can we talk? I don't know if you've got it down the sheet or what. Because when I saw the uh, the starting lineup, you know, I was expecting Jack to be in there with Lindstrom, and then you know, again, plays eleven minutes for Scotland, and he's can you, the Rangers. Well, there's a few people surprised, obviously. Have you got Kif- that in the sheet? starting. Charlie says it because he, he, he looked a wee bit kind of. He's not played a lot of football, mm-hmm. so uh, in the pace of the game, maybe he's no used to it. But uh, but the only other one you could have put in there because Jack wasn't there. Raskin's obviously still. But that's an issue. I think we spoke about the thing with Jack. Seven years should be playing for Scotland. because that's what we say. When uh, I mean, I, I could be way off the mark. What I'm going to say here, but when Rangers offer your contract, you know, and with the the kind of history of the injuries that he's had, and they've given that contract in, in good faith, I think he's going to kind of concentrate in Rangers. So, 100%. so, but then it's a hard one for Jack because you know he's got Euros, you know, and he's one he kind of obviously. It'd be his last chance of playing in a big tournament. So I can see it from a player's point of view. But I was just, I was a wee bit, I was annoyed, uh, a wee bit angry uh-huh. when I saw that he, he wasn't there. Because was, right away I looked to the bench and I went, where is he? I went, don't tell me he's been injured because he's been on the That's spot. what I'd done. I looked at the bench and thought, right, obviously Jack's not there. But who else could you put in? I said, this went is... I'm thinking, why don't we just uh-huh. put, put in King and maybe put in Cantwell? Am I we off the mark with that? Am I, am I out of order? I was going to say there, I think that's the exact uh, sort of player you're wanting in that tie at that time. You're chatting about the other boys, you know, ruffling a few fellas, getting the boys up for yep. it. That's exactly the sort of boy you're wanting in there. Jack, so, mm-hmm. so I, I, I was looking for Jack. the first thing I seen was the Fuentes, and I'm thinking, why is he not playing? Obviously, he's not even on the bench. So then you look who could have come in for Jack. And out of that is probably only the Fuentes that could come in. Although I'd have probably went with McCausland because he'd done so well there a week. Put McCausland maybe a wee bit wider mm-hmm. and brought in uh, Lammers or maybe Lawrence even in there mm-hmm. and then played t- uh, Cantwell just in front of him because McCausland doesn't deserve to boot the team after his performance the last game. Mm-hmm. Obviously, might try to be prot- See, uh, protecting yeah. him because he's been away international duty as well. No way to give him too many games, but if I'm Ross McCausland, I mm-hmm. would have been gutted no playing yesterday. Many times has that happened, but with Jack, he's been away in international. I, I, I think he needs to retire. What are you in it? You know, I uh, think he needs to retire for international football. Mm-hmm. It's happening all the time. Mm-hmm. And Clement's no doubt. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. If Clement sees Jack's a good player, but every time he goes with Scotland, he'll not get another contract. He's really contract in the summer, so Clement will be like, well, there's no use having him. If I've got Raskin coming back, and I said I wouldn't have given him a contract anyway, although I like him as a player, I didn't think Raskin was going to get injured for as long as he is. I would have had him in Lundstrom as my two, but 
the good Jack and other deal. And I do like Jack. He's a very good player, but he's just never on the pitch enough. And it's the same as Roof. Where's Roof again? I just he says he trained as well. He says he was looking, he would certainly be on the bench well, to get minutes. But uh, the Jack man, it's like you says, he was the type of player that we needed mm-hmm. yesterday. Oh, 100%. You know, and just because he knows, obviously, he's played with him, he knows that fixture inside out. So he would have been an influence, but you says, got mm-hmm. on the rest of the boys. And we needed that. And we missed that for that first half hour, which. It, yeah, and we things like that matter, I think anyway. So I, I so I was I was just a wee bit angry and upset when I saw that he wasn't even involved, and then I've realised he's come back for another uh, yeah, international duty again, and he's injured. Aye. Scott, I'm going to ask you this one. This one's for John Keane. Obviously, he's talking about us uh, not capitalising, but he's also saying, "Do you think we really need to win the league cup?" We spoke about it the other week. Well, do you think it'll give us a lift? <sighs> Rangers need to win everything they're in. That's 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 the only answer to say that. Do you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> but I, I absolutely the, the not the pressure's on. It just it, it needs to be done. But I, I come back to what Derek Charles saying. It's, it was a huge opportunity there to get to get two points and make make this title race a, a real a real contention for it. And uh, and I, it was absolutely disappointing. Absolutely yeah. disappointing. There's there's Alex Kelly saying that uh, we we're just talking about Leon King earlier on. He was actually playing the holding midfield yeah, I role seen that last uh, week. for the under twenty Scotland well. team, you know. So mm-hmm. I'm surprised he's been left out again because I thought he was an excellent player. I like him. He's but not... where do you go actually, King? You got to play him before Balogun or Suter or Goldson. Unfortunately, I don't think so. But you could have put him into that midfield role where he's just and about people get close to him and. Because he's actually a good football player, he's actually good in the ball, but he would have left his mark on a few of them players yeah. in the middle of the park. But obviously, I think Clement knows what he's doing, and I'm sure we'll be ready for Thursday. So, uh, William McPherson saying, Were you surprised how easy the chances at the start of the game were for Aberdeen with balls played up and knocked over? Uh, seemed lethargic in defence. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We were just weren't at it, weren't focused, uh, which was really strange. Uh, and you've got to remember, even with Balligan and Suter, they've not played a lot uh, together. Uh, but the goal's absolutely criminal. I don't know if the the, the goalie kind of miss hits it, but when you see the boy stepping off, they, unchallenged, clearly wins the first header. So if you can't win the first header, you've got to affect the second ball, and then they're caught sleeping, aren't they? The two of them are. But I think Balligan's got to react, Charlie. I, as soon as soon as you see the guy, he's up and he's marking. Balligan for me is going to Deaton right away. He's going to, he's yeah. going to Deaton right away, and that's what I'm saying. The reaction for him was pretty slow in that, for the two of them. And it cost us, so it did big time. I still think you're, see, I know we're full-backs, don't play like full-backs, or wing-backs now, right? But see if we have a goal kick, or a goalie kick in the body, should be in a line anyway. So even to have embarrassed, it should be ring covering as well. See if the, you've seen the one we already lost, um, the boy, the one button saved, you've got to go, right, okay, this guy's winning a header. So we've got to come in behind and cover because it's already happened. And they didn't. They? Mm. So there's two, there's two mistakes here. One, somebody shouldn't be going up and getting a free header. <coughs> Another thing is the reaction to it has got to be better. And Charlie's talking about the, the fullbacks. I, I, it's clear to see that for me, Balligan, as soon as he sees that, the guys in, in kind of Golson's side, he's got to deep him right away. Because there's only one place it's going to go and where the danger is. The danger's behind, behind you. So that's where you deep him uh, as quick as. And even if Golson's wins, he did, he's still going behind. Mm-hmm. Because Golden's the one challenging, you'd Aye. naturally, and even Tav or even Barris, you still drop, but mm-hmm. you've got to understand. And I think that's where Balogun struggles a wee bit with his positioning. Mm-hmm. 
Here's one for Alex Kelly saying these next 12 games will tell Clement more about the character of our players than the previous seven. Players will be let go. The weakness in mentality is alarming and has not been addressed for years. Scott, what do you think of that comment? I don't know. Boys are all professionals. I mean, so I've, I've not played at a professional level, but like Derry and Charlie were saying earlier on, you've got your focus on the boys are coming in and uh, doing, their, doing their best, but maybe they're just, they're just not at a level we need to be now to be competing. I, I don't know. I believe Hingme Clement will be trying to get ready. A lot of the players. Yeah, Kifuentes, I think he'll be going. Not just even Kifuentes, I think a lot of the ones been there a long time. I think he'll be, because they've, they've got the last kind of two or three managers sacked. Giovanni, Bill, before that, Gerard, they'd stopped playing for Gerard, you could see. So they seem to down tools very easily, and incremental and all that. Aye. There you go. So it's standards, isn't it? You need players in there that are going to drive the standards up, the levels. Uh, and that's in training, that's day in, day out. Uh, so he's having a, a good look at a lot of them, and he'll know because you can tell uh, even listening to him the, the way he speaks, the way he's already spoke about you know what's going on up there at Auchinhoe, uh that he's not been too pleased with. It. So that just tells me the levels uh, are not the the you know uh, the level that he expects. I, just, I like to hear. I love that. Did we not hear the other week that? Uh... I think we Bill actually concentrated more on tactics, information, mm. things like that, apart from training, yep. fitness. So. I don't know what Michael was uh, concentrating on, wasn't he? Well, okay. he'd have been concentrating and bringing better players into I the club. There was a guy Bill for EastEnders, and we don't want to slot that because he was our manager. But by God, he's left a, a bit of a mess, hasn't he? How hard is it going to be? Like obviously coming up to the the next transfer window. How hard is it? Because some of these guys that only came in at summer. Well, that's the worry. Some, some of them aren't good enough. Well, that's yeah. clear. And then, clearly, in a game that we needed a goal, we're going, you know, into the latter stages of the game. And then a guy that we bought for, what was it, four million? Whatever. What did we buy? Dessers for? Dessers so, for four, Lammers for four, three and a half, supposedly. You know, so a goal scorer that was brought, that's what he was, a number nine. He came in, he scored goals, uh, and he doesn't even get a sniff at it. So how are we going to sell him on? What can I con? That's I'll try to say that to you because it's not just the money that was spent in terms of the transfer fee. These guys are in good contracts, lengthy contracts. That's a lot, a lot of money, by the way. And are we going to get that money back? Uh, no, for no scoring. No, for no scoring. No, you're not no. getting anything back on it. Because if I'm not scoring, I'll be sent in a bench. If I'm not scoring in Scotland, they're not doing it in England, then that's where the money is. That's they it. want somebody mm -hmm. to scoop mm -hmm. them up. Mm -hmm. right. There's William Henderson, and I know how you feel about uh, Barisic. Uh, Derek, but he's saying Barisic must go. I've been watching Rangers over 50 years and he's the worst player I've ever seen in a Rangers jersey. Oh, he's not the worst player. I, I wouldn't agree with that. that. I, th I think he's got, he's got a lot of good... smallest heart he's I've got... ever seen. Right. And that, by the way... Smallest what? Heart. Heart. He's trying to say he's a pee heart. But, <laughs> and by the way, and that's a fair criticism, but uh, as a football player going forward, his deliveries, I think he is a good player, but I, I, I totally agree with you. I think his mentality, I think he's shown that is no good enough over the last two or three years. Uh, and that's always going to be... Uh, through him. I mean, we saw even already a, a few games where he's kind of he, he's been injured or feigned. I don't know if he's injured or no, but uh, he seems to be fit for the next game, mm -hmm. which uh, so I don't know. It's just sometimes to me, it looks like he doesn't fancy it. It's getting a wee bit tough and he finds a, a way to get out. So, uh, but this is what I'm saying. This is what the manager, he's having a good look at it, but he's got to go with him now. He's got to stick with these guys. He's got to try and get a tune out of them, you know, until such times as we can replace them. We Yilmaz, for me, I just think physically in the stature, I, 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 he's, he's not up to it for me. But see, <clears throat> see that situation, we, I like, I, Barisic is good for a player, as you say. Defensively, no great, but no rap. 
but I would be playing Ridvan because Barisic is out of contract in the summer. I would be playing Ridvan all the time now because he's got another three-year deal or whatever he's got left in his contract. So you have to try and give him a chance at some point. Do I think he's the right one? I probably no. But he can't do much worse than Barisic defensively, surely. I wish well, your thoughts on it, Scott. I don't know. If, 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 as Charlie says there, if he's gone, then he'll have eyes on that as well. That's where his mind will be on what he's doing next. So he's, he's not fully focused on the job. I mean, that, that's my take on it. As you say, if somebody else is sitting there with a three-year <coughs> deal, they've signed up, they're keen, and somebody else is ready to go, just wait, waiting for the right move, pulling out of tackles, looking after their own body and stuff like that. So, And I think that, that speaks volume for Yomas. I don't think the manager rates him. I think he's had a, a look at him, uh, seen him in a few games. I don't think he fancies him. Right. I think I think uh, the opposition would target me, Yomas. Boys, and uh, well, you look at the, the goal against Hearts, Shanklin, you know, pulls away into that kind of area, you know, and wins it. I, you could see a lot of the teams, you know, focusing that. It could be a weak point. I, I and I, I think the manager just doesn't fancy. But Barris is not much better at that anyway. Barris has got out there, but didn't he? What I'm probably saying is slightly better. Uh, and he's maybe a bit better option going forward in terms of his quality, his delivery. Uh, <clears throat> I was, I was, I've been always unsure. Uh, he, he almost, no, I'm uh, I'm and I, listen, I, don't get me. I wanted him to be a success, and I thought sometimes you can because he maybe he's that good a player, you know, going forward that that would make up for his his uh, defensive kind of kind of attributes that are not quite there, but uh, I don't see it, to be honest with you, Ricky. There's Andrew McLeod saying uh, about little Ross McCausland. Uh, good to see Ross McCausland signing until 2027. I agree that PCA needs to clear out some imposters. Mm. Scott, do you think he should have come on earlier yesterday? Uh, well, aye, if it's not working, definitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I think sometimes managers get this wee thing where they don't let you change it too early. I, I'm all for if it's not working, change it. Mm -hmm. I, I'd like to see changes at half time sometimes. I'm like, mm -hmm. if it's not working, if, if it's not, if we're not doing, why are you giving them a second half to try and fix it? Just, just get it changed and get somebody on the ones to do it. But mm -hmm. it comes down to personnel again. Isn't it? You're looking in there and going, who are you going to bring on? You were mentioning that there, Charlie. It's like, who do you swap it for who? Mm -hmm. Do you know what I mean? I was, I was frustrated, you know, as a. As the game was going on, I'm going, make the change, make the change. Because they were just sitting in uh, at that time. And I think we needed somebody that could travel with the ball, dribble with the ball, dribbles. Uh, McCausland. Dribbles. Dribbles. I'm old fashioned. Dribbles. David Cooper. Dribbler, by the way. Dribble pass it. You still on the line, eh? Again. <laughs> uh, I don't put McCrory on up front, man. Him? No, I, but, do you, but do you know something? Honestly, we needed the guys. Matondo, right. I wasn't so sure about Matondo getting uh, coming on because I didn't think there was enough space, you know, for him to kind of utilise. Right. He, he's better when, you know, when a, a team comes up at us and we can hit them on the break, the space. Do you know, there's a, there's a few space. people in the chat but saying... see McCausland, what a dribbler he is. Right. But there's a few people in the chat <laughs> saying we're missing, we're missing like guys like Arfield that used to be able to come in for about the last five, ten minutes and make a big difference. Aye, it's having that impact, and that's what I was saying with Lammers. I thought it was a massive moment for him, and he's let it pass him by. But uh, but no, the young. I'm going to go back to young boy McCausland because I've been really impressed with him, and and like, that's why I was asking Scott. I'm going. Why would you not bring him into the game a bit earlier? You know, to make that impact because I like the way he, no fear. He just goes at the opponent. And I, I think we needed that yesterday, getting in, uh, as the game was starting to uh, kind of go on. But 
the earlier, the better oh, for me. Say, you know, I think, uh, well, sometimes if the manager makes that change earlier on, it's a boot up the backside for the rest of the boys. And all they look around and go, like, oh, well, he's changing mm-hmm. things. It could be me if I don't get my finger uh, out. Because it always was the case, even when I played, you were always, you would maybe get a shuriken at half time, wouldn't you? 10, You've got 10, 15 minutes mm-hmm. to sort it out. If you don't sort it out, you're coming off. Right. And so, but, uh, but just as the game wore on. Was, that was like 70 odd minutes, was it not? Mm-hmm. When they started coming on. Matondo came on and he actually. Yeah, he done well. Done well when he came mm-hmm. Do you know, see when I was, not, not that I ever made it at any level of football, but see whenever I seen the subs coming on to do the warm-ups, I used to get a wee lift out of that, because I was like, fuck, I don't like him off. <laughs> then they take me off. Run that by me. So <laughs> you're playing in a, right, hold on, you're playing in a game, Aye. and then you're looking at the subs. Aye. Focusing again. I've got two eyes open. I would just have hung up. Imagine him at corners. I'm sacking you. You just have hung it up there and Ricky were that big enough and would have won every header. Hey. Hold on a minute. You, you wait till the subs come out and then no. you better up my game. No, I'm, 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 saying it would give me a, I'm saying it would give me a boost. I, mean, oh. I was already playing great, but it just gave me another, <laughs> another level. Uh, right. It's exactly the type of player to get half early. Get him half early. Just half after five minutes. So I'm a big bar Right, anyway. <laughs> Let me show on Thursday night, uh, 8 o'clock kickoff. Oh. How confident are we with that, Charlie? I'm confident. I think we'll get him a doing because that's probably the worst team you've ever played. <laughs> why are the worst teams we've been to be Europe? Them and Progress, Nidercom, and a Lithuanian team, Kaunas. But and I was saying that the top three, them, Nidercom, Kaunas, uh, and them. Aye. I just think they've got guys that can run, mm-hmm. and I just don't think they were very, very good. You could see the game, but, you could see that our players. Didn't know what was happening. Obviously, Bill was away then. We Stevie came in and turned the game, him and Alec. And we needed something to change. And I believe there's been a massive change, obviously, with Clement right. being here. And I'm very confident we'll, we'll, see, we'll get a good result. I was at that game and it was horrendous in terms of you could tell right for the off. Now we're talking about the Aberdeen game. That continued throughout the game. They have got a wee bit of pace and power up top. Uh, that's it defensively I don't think they're any uh, they're that great at all but uh, but if we're we're at it and again if all of we're well uh, capable of, of beating them and, and doing it comfortably but treat them with respect that's first and foremost they've already done us so there you go people say you shouldn't look for revenge I'm always looking for revenge so I'm like, that's all. I, I always kind of I played like that you know someday Somebody done me. I'd kind of wait the next game so I could try and do them. I'd get one earn them. So, so they've done you. And so, and by the way, it, it could have cost you. But I, I, listen, it was. I thought that night. Did we not say? For me, I thought the players were pretty disrespectful to Steve Davis coming in in Alec because the performance they put out that night that was, was absolutely. It was. It was an absolute obviously, sham. Things have changed for you. I think we're in a better mm. place than we were then. Oh God! And I, I think the fact I don't think they'll be able to handle the, the crowd on Thursday night. They'll be playing in front of what eight thousand people for lucky five thousand mm. people. I don't, I don't see them handling that. The boys need to go early and and, and get the goals in because you, you mm-hmm. get the longer the nights going, you know yourself. Mm-hmm. The crowd get restless and the other team take a wee bit of that. So mm. need to get in and get the goals same in. Same as the Spartan game. Just right. be the exact same. See, to be fair, I think the fans have been pretty good. Right. Him, you know, right. because it's it's been well known over the last number of years. Uh, you know, if you can keep Rangers at bay, even when I went there as a player and playing against Rangers, you can. It was always a talk. You know, keep them quiet for the first 20, 25 minutes, and then the fans might start to turn. I think the fans have been pretty patient. 
Well, they started doing that 90 minute singing kind of thing, which is brilliant. Magic. Well, not that they started it. The union bears normally do not. And the union bears should be moved into a mere central position. Just no behind the goals. I bet it was the band they were clapping at the one in It's not a singing and clapping. See, the guys, you just need to quiet. Once he's taking a penalty, stop, and then once he's scored, it then just go again. <laughs> it should be a wee pause, shouldn't it? See if we beat Limassol on Thursday, we can go tap for the section because I think mm. I think Betis will get beaten Prague. I think right. Betis will struggle in Prague, and then we can actually win the group because we can go to Betis and get a result. We can go to Betis. That'll be good because I'm in Fort Aventura when we're playing against Betis. Are oh, you in Fort Aventura? I will done. Then I'll tell you. Keep that. in mind. Going to Florida, Scotland, oh, doing karaoke for a week. So hi. Uh, make sure if you're over there, come in for Scotland tonight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, I so we're going to win. Free beer. Free beer. No, I don't say that. John will go not have his seat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> right, Sunday, we'll just do this quickly. We'll do predictions. Uh, in fact, we'll do predictions for Limassol first then, right, Scott? Since you're the guest. Uh, take, I take 2 0 the now. It'd be nice to see 4. Aye. Nice to see Most, 4 at home. I'm going 5. <laughs> 5 0. You're going to go something daft. I'll go. No, I was going to say too. I, I think we're well capable. Uh, and if the guys are on form, we can win that. Uh, be three clear. Got three nothing. I'd like to see. I think we'll keep a clean sheet. Just go to boom our toes. But uh, uh, be nice to get a few goals. Ah, wouldn't I mean, it? They big European nights. You want the goals in. You want the, you want the, the crowd all inside and just mm-hmm. having a good time. And all. Do you know? Ah. What I mean? And then you, you take that into the weekend. Mm-hmm. And Enjoy. what you're saying, like early goals as well. See if you can. Get your your nose in front, early doors, when the, the, the fans start to enjoy it, the players start to enjoy it. And it's one that you can sit back and you know and you know a wee glass of red. Right. Someone going to the gamble in the house, you know what I mean? So well, I'm working in Lounge 72 and Thursday night, another wee plug there for I'm, lo- I'm looking for a job now. I'm looking <laughs> Free for beer a in there. I'm looking <laughs> for a part-time job, Ricky. So aye, uh, you can come in there. Right. Free beer in there on Thursday night. Is that my for you, Charlie? Aye. What do I, is right, that my, okay, my payment? Aye. Free, free, free beer. Drink. That's what free I got. Right, <laughs> we're, looking for, we're looking for an understudy for uh, for Billy if you fancy it. Oh, there we go. Aye. Well, Charlie, you've done a wee bit acting. Uh, Andrew Sher, I was unbelievable. I know, I'm going to go and watch that. I'll need to come. I'll need to get uh, be auditioned. Uh, be your good self. Yeah, lang, aye. That's it. Aye. Anyway, listen, we'll do predictions quickly for some and then uh, we'll pass it back to you so you can talk a wee bit about your your first show that you're going to be doing again. Um, no, the predictions. Aye. Prediction for some Prediction. Um, you've got to be three or four now. Aye. Aye. I always worry about it. Something. I'll go 3 0. No. I'm going to do 1 0 Rangers. I'm being very conservative. Really? By the way, they're, they're very, by the way, they're, they're good at sitting in. Uh, they're very well organised. Oh. Something, a fit side as well. They're hard to break down. But uh, I think I'm a wee bit like you. I think it might be, a, be an arrow. One, I could see a little 2 1, to be honest with you. Aye. Aye. They're, listen, they've, because they're, they're, Playing with confidence at the minute. He's done really well with the manager. Aye. There, aye. I'd, I'd be looking time. for a reaction. I'd be looking for a reaction after the Aberdeen game. I'd be looking for, as a manager, I'd be looking to, mm-hmm. to go out there and get them a doing. Went 5 0 on Thursday, then we'll be right in the high, and then we'll go and win. Because we're through. If we win on Thursday, then we'll be in the high. The fans will be in the high, and we'll get them a doing. Is that a Saturday or a Sunday? Don't know. Everybody. Sunday. When? What Sunday? game? Uh, Sunday. 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 Sunday, aye. aye. Uh, right, so. Scott, thanks for coming on the show, by the way. Uh, hopefully, you'll come back on before your, your first show as well. I think he's a wee shout about it, and uh, hopefully we'll, we'll build up a wee bit, and I'll tell you a wee bit more about it. But then we're we'll writing in all the new stuff as well. So see, we watch yeah. the old firm games every week, and you're, you're updating the script and adding in new stuff. So people that have seen it, it's always a different show every time you come you're to see it. You're not allowed pyrotechnics, are you? No. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. that's, that's, I mean, I, 
Yeah. You can you just change it with tweaks here we and tweaks there. Tweaks all the time, aye. Different things on. that happen. I mean, it's, it's great if you've got it straight. I mean, there's been nights where it's uh, you're on the night maybe after an old firm or something like that, and you're literally trying to put in everything that's happening. Something in the old firm else. Game, I just try to, uh, and it's good. There's a bit of controversy, you know, kind of early years of his. Put in their their AGM. It was supposed to be called. Well, wow, that would definitely a... be. That would definitely <laughs> be an aye. Absolutely. What's the called? Safe AGM. It's, it's a great platform. See all the stuff that that sometimes you're not allowed to say on the stage. You can say it as these characters. You can put in things that maybe you wouldn't normally be able to say and other things and have a dig at certain things that right, you couldn't do on a podcast for example that, that was like your show in Stone, we? <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm saying that's the beauty of that right. you know you, if you go somewhere to a venue or you go to a gig you know you can you can go a wee bit beyond you can go to the dark side you know like, you can go a wee bit radio rental I yeah. quite like that Oh, and that's fucking a good. Are you right? You've just been electrocuted. <laughs> well, I'm afraid that is us at the end of the show. Uh, but once again, Scott, thanks for coming on. Uh, Charlie, Derek, uh, thank you very much. And to everybody watching, uh, please subscribe and watch the YouTube channel. Uh, and big thank you to our sponsors Safa, Plugged In Business Solutions, Park Construction and Plant Hire, DB Dental Care, and Lounge 72. And you can get all of them on our website, which is allaboutthegers.co.uk. And we'll see you all again next week. Take care. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.